Hello, handsome dads. Welcome to Jack's Tap, episode 30. 30! Uh, it's May 7th, 2020. I have on another guest. I'm really liking these guest episodes, especially since I live alone and I'm already talking to myself at an alarming rate. Let's go ahead and get somebody else involved. So uh, I hope you enjoy my friend and I, Ryan Scandaglia, on the podcast. We're going to have to get him back on because we grew up playing sports together and there's several different funny uh, things from those days, but we didn't bring it up at all until the very end. So uh, we'll have him back on. But I hope you enjoy us just riffing, goofing. If something is offensive to you, we're just joking. Just joking. So don't worry about it. Enjoy Ryan Scandaglia on Jack's Tap. Just one look at you. And I know it's going to be. Hello, hello. How you doing, pal? Good, how are you? Good, man. Excited to be here. Excited to have you. Dude, you're sounding better. You're sounding better than you were before. I uh, so the audio down below it says like you can select a microphone, and one of the options is microphone, and I have a microphone. So I was like, that must be it. That's what I've been using, but apparently that was the computer microphone. I wanted a line parenthesis MGXU, obviously. It's the little things with the technical stuff. I mean, how right. could you How could you know? Microphone, microphone, I mean, how could you know? Yeah, and it's one of those things, too, where, like, I was like, okay, I'll uh, just go through all the audio options and just record myself alone looking at the camera, just being <laughs> like, Jack's Tap, episode 30, test, and then click another one, Jack, because it doesn't, um, with Zoom, you can't see the video until you're, like, exit out of the meeting. On the recording front? Yeah, so it was just mm -hmm. me eight straight times with eight different audio <laughs> inputs, just like Jack Stapp, episode 30. Click again. Jack Stapp, episode 30. And like the amount of – oh, go ahead. Sorry. Like half of them, you couldn't even hear me. I was just going to say, the, the amount of things in my life where the guess and check method is like option A, B, and C, I mean, it's essentially everything. I right. don't know what I'm doing in anything. Yeah, and <laughs> we were talking before. You had a podcast. What was your podcast mm -hmm. called? Yeah, so my podcast was called It's Scone to Be a Good One. Yeah, that's right. And it was a good pun. I appreciate that. And so what I did was I kind of combined, um, you know, getting out there and, and having some delicious pastries and also <laughs> finding just the most ridiculous news stories that I could find and just putting them on full blast. It was a good time. What was an example of one of the news stories you would look at? So one was like Russia... Or no, it was like it was like Vermont was like paying people to live there, and like coming together with like this sweet like Vermont package where like people were just like, please come and live yeah. in Vermont. I don't know if it was Vermont, whatever it was. Sure. But it was like it was like, please come to our state. Just please, like we'll yeah. do anything. We'll just give you a flat check. Like yeah, we miss you. And like um, uh, Andrew Yang when he was like always using the example of Alaska paying its people to be there. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Denver is like, stay the fuck out of here. We have got, like, we cannot have any more people. And now the entire country outside of the U.S. is like, we don't want you okay. ever. Yes. 
Yeah. Period. I was just going out for a drive. I had, I mean, I've been quarantining for the most part, but for the last like six days, I don't think I really left other than my backyard. And I drove around today for the first time and it's fucking like spring. It's beautiful. The wind feels nice. And, and I, I think, I think that's as bad as it is good because I think people are just going to be idiots moving yeah. forward. No, it's true. I, I think that, I think people are going to be like, Oh, warm out, warm out means no virus, no virus. Yeah. I, no virus doesn't exist. And we're just right. going to just live their dream, which is going to hurt us all. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It could be cool to like, you know, quick, let it all hang loose for June and July and August. And then like, all right, we're fucked, but let's, let's get back inside for fall. And then we'll, I think uh, doctors are saying that too. Doctors are big yeah. on that. On that. <laughs> Fauci's been uh, harping on that point for a while. He's like, look, I haven't been doing these prison workouts in my goddamn press room for nothing. All right. I'm getting out. I'm showing these abs. Normally viruses <laughs> get killed in the summer. So let's fucking take a chance. He's like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I just don't see this getting to a point where this is that bad. I say we crush it this summer. Crush and then it. if we have regrets down the road, I, that's not really my problem now. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he's always, he's, that's dude, his fucking catchphrase is like, not my problem right now. That dude just right lets, that guy just yeah. lets it hang loose. He doesn't give a Let's, fuck. Thank God wild. Trump's there to keep him in uh keep him in check. <laughs> yeah, that's the order of who needs to keep who in check. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trump needs to make sure that that Fauci guy stays stays controlled. That guy's a fucking oh my Maniac. god, he's an animal. That guy's an you animal. You should see his TikTok. You should see his TikTok. It's outrageous. <laughs> he says it's to spread awareness, but they're not even about COVID anymore. He's got a mask on. He's making jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like he's making like coronavirus jokes too. He's yeah. just like right. <laughs> just a compilation of him doing the like booty thing. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I was trying to go for that, but then I realized that as much time as I waste on TikTok, I still don't know any of the dances. Maybe like this one. That, yeah, I could that do one's that. the one I like. Yes. <laughs> if it's just shaking generally, I Dude, feel like that's fine. <laughs> I understand like the TikTok girls. Like that makes sense. I've gotten caught just like TikTok. All right, just to start, TikTok is so easy to go down a rabbit hole. I feel like it's easier than YouTube, Reddit, all of them. You just, because literally the moment the one you were watching ends, it just goes to another one and you're like, okay. It's, it's instant. I mean, yeah. the, the viral nature of it is, right. is like no app we've ever had. And if it's cringe too, it's almost, I want to watch it more. And I'm just like, I don't know what is entertaining about this. So I have to watch it 20 times to try and figure out. What is your favorite cringe content? What is your well, favorite brand of cringe? So what I was going to say is the dude TikTokers, like the male tiktokers that are like these super like skinny perfectly quaffed messy hair that also are like really fucking like homoerotic with each other which no issue there but i don't think any of them are gay it's like the joke is like look how close we're coming to kissing but then let me turn back to the camera and just shake my dick kind of like i don't give a shit but also like i know i look good as shit right now do you remember musically so I think like there's a there's a brand of TikTok that that it was as cringe as musically was, and that was like song comes on 
and hot little e-boys like you know i wanna fuck you just like lip into whatever like erotic song they can get to and then girls are like oh my god now not only do they think he's attractive right but then sometimes they'll go like ha ha he's so funny yeah i missed the joke right they didn't do any setup or punch they just imitated a thing that's already out there yes and now now the girls who are doing their their dumb little dances like hey not my style i think the entertainment value is like negative six but there's talent there there's talent and even if there is no talent it's like all right well you're hot and at least you're doing more than your instagram post where it's just you in the photo at least you're fucking dancing you're putting in some type of there had to be three or four takes totally and, and again I'll, I'll compare it to musically again it would be like hot girl lip syncing and that's all she's doing right. like you said you, you bring in the dance you bring in that some kind of element of like okay like you may have like done cheerleading in high school or like you got some rhythm like for a white girl like i god bless you like that's something yeah um the other thing too is like i mean the age of tiktok is it's it's frightening i mean like like the the people who are going the viral and the most viral like you'll see a tiktok guy or girl yeah and you know just like your classic cringe shit you click on their profile and it's like 15 winky face and you're like okay we're done we're done time to go to bed like it's 2 a.m and i'm looking at 15 year old tiktoks like we're done if they're complaining about missing prom you're like all right i'll give another (laughs) i'll check somebody else out that's my bad didn't know 20 (laughs) <laughs> i haven't heard the term homeroom in a long long time yeah didn't know 25 was going to be pervert you know like range of age for this fucking app just like looking at looking at my phone and i'll just like have a moment i'll be like dude get out of here get out of here run i don't understand why so many people are just enamored by lip syncs and like right it's just like and also what deems a scene like worthy of being in your tiktok i feel like all of a sudden it's like 20 all of a sudden 20 people are doing the scene of margot robbie saying we're not going to be friends and it's just all these girls that once again you're like all right you're 18 so that's fine but it's like you're just looking at a camera with i don't know who's recording and you're just quietly mouthing a lot a thing while trying to look sexy there's nothing sexy about mouthing to me no no but but i think you know the 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 market analytics are there to support that oh sexy lady lipping song i know from radio that one time ryan likey ryan gonna focus empty look in her eyes like she's looking past me (laughs) Mm. she crunched the numbers and the and the equation checks out I like the idea of like outsourcing like a TikTok or musically like advisor. And they're like, okay, we ran the numbers, we ran the tests. We're thinking if we do this horrible song combined with this cringy, cute little face, I mean, the views are going to be outstanding. Unbelievable. Yeah. And they're like, well, why? Why? It's like, well, <laughs> not just, the point. <laughs> it's not, the, you don't have to ask questions. You just do. You get out there and you stay quiet, but you don't stop making eye contact with the camera. Christina, you know why you pay me the big bucks? Yeah. So that you look cute and you get the views. You don't ask questions. You what's, don't. what's also interesting territory is when they impersonate someone of a different race. Because obviously they're not doing anything visual to make it tough. But there was one, you know, Daisy Keach, 
Yes. Of course. Yes, dude. Oh. Right. Um, she was doing one where it was like she was in the kitchen uh, and it was like, hey, can you make me something? And it's a black lady who says, and she's like, did you make me your wife? It was like that. And like Daisy turns around and is like really trying to not act black at all. She's really trying to not hem it up. But it's just like, well, if you're going to fucking, where's the line here? It's a little tough. On that note, let me, uh, you know, let me ask you a question. I feel like we are not the, the, the ultimate judges on this. But another one that I, I find, I find interesting, you know, probably know where I'm going already, is that like these girls dancing to these like very explicit, terrible trap songs. Right. Where like every other word is like racial slur or like, or, or also important, very like sexual in nature. Right. And when they know like, their main fan base is people even younger than them, it's a little weird. It's problematic. Like, like I'm just, I always think of, and like, I, I've tried to think of like some way to put this into material, like just me being a TikTok dad, but having no idea. I mean, there are TikTok dads who are on TikTok and that's a horrendous story. Don't even get me started there. Right. But like the, the girls who are on TikTok and let's say like, I'm a dad who's not like really into social media. And if I ever saw my daughter's TikTok and it was like that, she's grounded for, I don't know, ever I'd right. start with. Yeah, we're going to stick to Twitter, honey, a little bit more appropriate for you. <laughs> Cleaner, just, I, I want, see, I always, you know, Twitter, I always say is like, you need talent, you need funny content to yeah. do well on Twitter. You can't just be like me, which is why Instagram, I also kind of hate on. Right. Superficial. Yeah, though us are they a sponsor of yours by the way i don't want to hit on instagram i mean it's going to be in the break but it's fine you won't be here so it won't be awkward but you know i record it later um it's all right we'll edit it we'll edit it out perfect perfect, uh, perfect. i get it show yeah, this baby it's i'll just put a little bleep over it <laughs> or i'll just switch back to the microphone setting so i sound like a fucking you know an eagle over top and you the have no idea what you're saying the execs of instagram were like we didn't hear it we i didn't know idea what he yeah. said jack you gotta like stop you got to stop going to microphone, man. It doesn't mean microphone. Um, but you and me, rega regardless of the app, you and me would have to be original and funny on any of them. We can't just we can't just flaunt the stuff and hope people hope people you know flock. Do you know how many surgeries it would take for me to look like an attractive nineteen year old girl? You know that's uh let's go over under seven and a half. I'm taking the over, man. It's gonna yeah. take a lot, and even then, I think I'm like. Not great. I'm like, okay, like personality of fine, but yeah. looks, no. Let's not. <laughs> if you'd need a surgery on the personality too, just one, just one. Is that new? The person like inject, I, I don't know science at all. So I can't even make a joke well, about some kind of hypothetical personality. Uh, it injects surgery. the ability to really limp sync on fucking cue. It's like you're talking. And that's I need that. But you're that. not, I, and that's the key. Yes. We don't actually I mean, hear you. Listen, I, I I could be a terrible person, but I just want to be cute. Like is that follow, is that carry? I don't know. Just I cute. Just, I want to be cute. I just want followers. <laughs> I want I want to flaunt it. I want them to flock. Flaunt and flock. That's what Good I want. Good catchphrase. Yeah. Good catchphrase. I'm a flaunt I, and flock I, guy. I feel like the other thing too with that is like, you know, especially with TikTok, it, it's just like the idea of like, what if I just completely sold out and just made horrible cringe stuff just as like a social experiment to see yeah. like, could I get maybe not to like 
real amount of followers. But could I pick up 100 followers in two weeks if I just turn the cringe just into overdrive? I think so, because so many of those people just like follow a person that they're just like, oh, they're doing the thing that I already know is what's popular. So I'll go to them. And these 12-year-olds are very quick with the follow, follow fingers. These 12-year-olds will follow your page no matter what you do. That's what I'm saying. Been saying this for a long time since Musical.ly. I'm glad I actually have a platform to uh, <laughs> talk about my agenda. I'm glad that my podcast can be your platform. This works for both of us. <laughs> yes. But, you know, what's most important is it works for the 12-year-olds. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a triangle, if you will. Yeah, exactly. I've been, I've been big on the Jordan documentary, so I'm, I'm thinking everything in triangles. So. Got into a Ponzi scheme. It's really going well. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, man. It kills me. I think about this every day. It's, I, the amount of time I think about TikTok and Musical.ly, it's, it's ridiculous. Yep. I, and yet I'm still, kills. I'm too afraid to make one myself because I'm just like, I don't think anyone will watch it. And then I'm just like, fuck, I went on this app that everyone makes fun of and I'm not even successful at it. And I'm telling you, I think what happens is you're going to put something on TikTok that you're so proud of. I don't care if it's just a funny two-liner or if it's a minute-long video that you put a lot of effort in it. What's going to happen is you're going to put something out that you, it's funny, it's objectively funny, it's going to get no love on TikTok, and then you're going to be like, I feel like shit about myself. Like, this yeah, is cool. Right. I've, but done, then he, he, I've done all I can do. I've put in my heart and soul and uh, nothing. It's real, man. Though I haven't been able to perform comedy on stage for a while, so maybe I need that because I've been missing some positive adrenaline from stand-up and a lot of the negative. So maybe I need that zero laughter response. Yeah, what I'm, I know we talked about this a little bit off camera. Of um, course, yeah, OC, OC. <laughs> Which would totally also, confidential. Would also be on camera, I'm now realizing. But um, what? Yeah, what has been your... Besides this podcast, have you ever like have you had any comedy releases that because stand up is such a either you can do it or you can't, and we're in yeah. the you can't territory. There are some shows that are happening right now, um, and don't let me act like I'm turning them down. I haven't been invited to do them, but <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear. Let's just be clear. It is not like a moral high ground here. <laughs> I probably would say, well, no, I probably would say yes because then I'd be like. There's no, like, excuse to say no. It's like, ah, you know, I'm busy. It's like, no, you're not. And you literally just have to do it from your home, which you've been posting videos of you at your house with the recording studio, so you could do it. Anyway, uh, no, I haven't done any of those. I've written some sketches. I've written a couple bits, but they're all, like, so terrible because I haven't been able to get any feedback. Mm. Sketches, you mm. could have someone like read it and kind of get notes, but even then it's not as good as like being together and reading it. And then also it's not as good as getting in front of an actual audience. But stand-up, I feel like it's just, there's almost no point in, I'm still writing down my ideas like I normally do, but I'm not really taking it much further than that. Cause it's like, well, I don't even know if this is worth delving into right now, because maybe I say this premise, uh, it's a really inappropriate one. Uh, <laughs> and my parents are like one of the two people that listen to this podcast, but oh well, just have to think about it like it's its own individual thing and that the audience is not there. So anyway, I looked up uh, eye contact porn.
because I'm, you know, I'm looking for like a connection with people. And yet even in that, um, it was like a, it was like a mont compilation of just like different people. And even then it still had the stepdaughter, stepbrother trope in it. Like randomly would cut to another person. It's just like, I can't believe I have my stepbrother's cock in my mouth. And I'm like, what is this fantasy that is all of a sudden bigger than it? Like, I don't have a stepsister. I don't want to bang my mom. And now, every now, time, go ahead. I was going to say, not only that, but my family reunions have been completely ruined. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's completely awkward, to say the least. And it's like the only fucking option. You go to the front page and it's 80% like stepbrother. And it's like, is it really that big of a market, the step-sibling thing, where you just want to fucking bang each other? The answer, of course, has to be yes, because I got to imagine the same people who are advisors for 13-year-olds in their TikTok are probably also step-sibling porn advisors. I think that's a very similar scummy crew. Yeah, they're grooming them. They're grooming them, yeah. And I think... Um, yeah, it's weird. I, I, I just want to see one, like, one episode of one where it's just, like, it's just, like, a stepbrother and stepsister just, like, having a good, solid day together, like, nothing sexual. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. And for them to constantly remind everyone that they are stepbrother and stepsister like they already yeah. do. Wow, I'm having yeah. such a great platonic time with you, sis. <laughs> well, don't call me sis because I'm not actually your real sister. So we could actually do some stuff, but you know what? We're not going to, because that's fucking weird. And I, we're I still going to be with each other for a while, so that would ruin our relationship going forward. I love how she opens up the idea that it physically could from right. like a, you know, you won't have probably like birth defects, <laughs> but from a moral compass standpoint, that's where we're thinking it's a no-go. From a, a family dinner logistical <laughs> standpoint, uh, let's go ahead and keep it in our pants while we're watching Pixar movies. From a Christmas day breakfast standpoint, we don't, we don't want that awkwardness, you know? I think we just want to keep that relationship just smooth. I mean, smooth is important and platonic. We want it there, but don't hit it to that overdrive. I mean, we just can't do that. From a saving gas money standpoint of <laughs> should we take two cars or just take one to head up to mom and dad's for Easter, I'd say let's go ahead and save the extra 250 on a gallon and let's just carpool. And I think not enough people are thinking the way that you're thinking. Exactly. Because when my stepsister would always try and come on to me, I would remind her about gas. Yes. I'd be like, we are in Jewel. Like, we are getting groceries <laughs> for my mom and your stepmom. This right. is not the time to be talking dirty to me. Yes. I appreciate right? that in this scenario, you went with a lesbian parents. <laughs> that's nice because it's you know, 2020 i'm trying to get to that next level well and there's so much step sister step brother porn out there let's try and differentiate our model a little bit that's <laughs> all i'm saying <laughs> they're literally this is the start of every fucking step step sibling porn where they're like what are you doing like we can't like Mom and dad are like, are mom and dad home? In this one, they're like, are, is mom home? No, she's not home. How about mom? She's also not home. Mom's at the I grocery store and mom is at yoga. 
and we just kind of we we like take a second we're like oh cool wow i guess there is <laughs> just one moment like that's not the point of it but you yeah. think about it like, yeah and they're like wait a minute your mom is at the store or my mom's at yoga well they're both our moms now and they look at the camera but that's all right and that's the way it is in our home and that's normal to us you know what else is normal fucking you right now we got 20 minutes let's go meanwhile if i'm like a very old school like conservative guy watching it and right. i see that the moment that i'm like I'm well. No, thank you. I'm done with this. Like yeah. oh, they're pushing their political agenda on me. I came for some good old-fashioned stepsister getting stuck, and stepbrother's got to help her out. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Yeah, she's stuck underneath the bed frame, and uh, the only way to get you out is by just railing you from behind. <laughs> they always say friction. You know, they always say if you're like finger stuck in like one of those Chinese uh, finger traps. Don't know why yeah. the first thing that, that came to mind is they say, you know, like oil, get it wet, friction, and right. then, you know, <laughs> so I think it's a simpler. Yeah. Um, they also say that with, uh, what is it, jellyfish, that if you get stung, that uh, you should fuck somebody in your immediate family. And then it kind of, you still feel the sting. But you're a little distracted for a little bit, and it's a bonding oh. experience. Plus, some people like pain. Yeah, plus some people are like, pee on me and get rid of this? Come on. Why do you think I swam out that far? You don't know me that well is what's going on here. Like, you, we, I thought we knew each other better, but we do not, if that makes sense. What, you think I was just beyond the buoy on accident? No. I fucking knew the riptide would take me out there, <laughs> go out beyond the reef. You think these six jellyfish on my feet just like, you know, we're having a party and I just like stepped in and they all like roll through? No, I picked no, them up individually. I, yeah, I grabbed it and I, yeah. Yeah. And the girls love it. I mean, the girls love a bad boy. The girls love a guy who can put five to six jellyfish on their feet. I've been saying this for so long. You, dude, you've been saying that longer than uh, your thing about musically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are all things that you, you know, you go back and you can trace when I said them, but that's right. like an 08. Oh my God. Jeez. When I mean, was the recession? 08? Yeah. <sighs> for me, it was 2012. Um, <laughs> you know, it took a little while for it to catch up. It's tough that I have to edit out all of your platforms on this because they're conflictual with my sponsors. Of course. And I, and I, I usually, my guys will talk to your guys before the podcast right. started, but with this quarantine, I, I haven't been in contact as much no. with them. So that's, yeah, they can't, can be, they can't be reached right now. No, no, not really. Um, um, one, one, go ahead. I was just going to say the other, cause that actually reminded me of what you said about the no excuse to, uh, you know, when someone says like, Hey, like let's have a zoom call tonight or let's do X, Y, and Z. And like, there's no excuse anymore. Yeah. It's tough. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause like people are texting more than ever. I feel like, and I'll get, you know, it's not that I don't want to talk to people, but uh, I'm on Zoom, I feel like, a lot of the fucking time. Sometimes I just want to, you know, I'm in my 12th hour of watching fucking something. Right. Let me, let me, let me chill by myself. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you know who I don't want to Zoom is like my eighth grade science lab partner. No interest. Who, did you have shade? Were you a sludge guy, like with oh, good, Shade and the Sludge? Good, 
I was Clark. I was Clark. Sludge was, was wild. Clark, Clark was, was um, Miss Clark. She was a woman. Start there. Okay. Baseline. Cool. Um, that was eight B, I think. And Sludge, you yeah. should explain Sludge because Sludge was wild. Yeah. So Sludge, I was eight A. Uh, those are teams in Wilmette Junior High, where it would you would have. Uh, go Wolves, you would have science, math, reading, writing, and I'm missing one, social studies. Yes. Um, all five different teachers, but there were three or four different teams per grade. But every science class in eighth grade had to do the sludge project, which each team got a different concoction of just random shit and combination of liquids, solids, gases, different things, and you had to take it all apart and figure out what all the different parts of your sludge were. And my teacher, Mr. Shade, who was a retired lawyer or a retired corporate guy who was wow. like already a millionaire and then started teaching at the junior high, so he didn't give a, f like, if you had a question, he didn't fucking care. He's like, figure it out, it's the sludge. Um, yeah, he was a he was a huge dick about it. Ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing like was so ridiculous. And like, I think that's where I first learned to cheat because you know you take that sludge. And I was such not a science guy that I'm looking at this black concoction and I'm like, okay, well, I'm never going to get what the teacher wants here. Right. So I I'm going to use my charm to just get as many answers from my neighbors as I can before this gets done. Right. And I remember my partner was Sarah Thompson, who, you know, fine girl, but I don't recall her being the most academically inclined. And I wasn't a science guy either. So we were very much just like looking around, burning random shit. Bunsen burners were huge back then. Huge. I miss fucking clasping those kind of, it's kind of like a tongue almost. Yes. Or it's like a weight clip. Like you put on That's a barbell. Yeah. It's even better. Yeah. I get it. You lift. Well, you know, we've taken some time off during this. <laughs> you're just yoked now. You're just like, we go, just, we go on and you're just like freaking like huge. I'm like that guy from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where can you watch that, by the way? I keep asking people and that oh, show looks insane. I, I've only seen like trailers for it. I know. I, is that, what's even, who, what channel is even carrying that first of all? MTV. Classic. Yeah. What were we talking about? Well, I, on that on that eighth grade Bunsen burner yes, thing, very right. like similar to this conversation of things that maybe don't get done anymore for safety reasons is I've heard from the youth. I'm 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 not too uh, incommunicado with the youth, but I talk to them here and there. When you're on your TikToks um, and you're just like, hey, while you're <laughs> while you're here checking out this content. What's the, what's the Bunsen burner deal like for your generation? Are you guys still using those clasps thingies? Actually, hold on. You know what? I'd say they're more of like a weight clip, right? And they're like, oh, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Now we got it. We now had no we idea. It. Now we got it. Before we were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? Are you 25? <laughs> this is weird. Why are you talking to me right now? <laughs> yeah. A oh, weight clip? All right. Let me divulge <laughs> some information then. Um, is that, uh, I hear from the youth that, that dodgeball is dead. Did you know that? Uh, well, that makes sense. Because, I mean, they can only use... Well, dodgeball, when we were kids, we used the foam balls as opposed to fucking the straight-up kickballs like the 70s and all that. True. 
So it was on the out. We played it at Great... I was the director of Great Gelson for a couple summers. That was the most popular game with the kids, so I put that on the schedule every fucking day. We'd have a we'd have a hit head every day, but like you just say head safety and you kind of are like, Yeah, you're not out. So the kids just like, Oh, okay, I guess I forget about the fact that my head fucking hurts. <laughs> you're like, You're fine, you're still in. Head head safety is still my Twitter password. <laughs> yeah, I like how that's shit it's like uh telling a a woman, a bride who just got shit on by a bird the day of her wedding. It's like, yeah, it's good luck. It's like, no, it's not. You're just telling me that to feel better. It's like, uh, Mr. McWilliams, I just got domed in the face. I think I'm a little dizzy. You're like, no, you're still in the game. It's fine. What? I just got hit. It's like, yeah, but you got hit so fucking hard that we feel bad. You're still in. He's like, I should probably go out and get some ice. It's like, I mean, if you want, or you could keep fucking playing. What are we doing here? So much attitude. So much attitude. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't respect it at all. I'm so rude from the jump. I, I, the other thing I was thinking, too, just, you know, you think of perspective, is like, of course, me and you, guys who grew up playing sports, like, we fed off that competition. Sure. Like, we, we love that, right? But let's, let's think about this. Like, let's take a girl who loves science. She hates sports, hates physical activity, loves science, and she plays the oboe. Let's say she plays the oboe. Sounds okay. like Sarah Thompson, my sludge partner. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And so you have that situation. And then you force her to go to a half of a basketball gym and have athletic-ass dudes throwing balls at her face yeah. as hard as they possibly can. That's mortifying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even regard, not saying you were taking it down a gender drop, but regardless of, like, guys or girls, there were so many – people that just were not into gym to make them do something where it's like not only is this a subject you don't like people are throwing shit at your face and kind of the whole point of this is for you to get fucking hit there's no equivalent it would be like in science class a girl or guy being smart at science just like throwing the sludge in your face and being like haha like this is this is my comfortable realm yeah (laughs) try and Try and use that weight clip thing. Let's see if you can get a fire started. Let's get it going. We got 40 minutes to get all of the gases out of this liquid right now. You better know the boiling point and don't go over. She's like on it. Yeah. She's on it. This is a genius we're talking. A science genius. Yes. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, just the social stigma of all this stuff. I mean, like, I, like, I remember being in band. And when my junior high was like a was social suicide. What did you play? I played French horn. Yeah, that's tough, man. And I played all through high school, but bringing my French horn on that bus, going to my house, I was getting bullied. That's one of those where you want the giant instrument that has to be kept at school. That's that's exactly what I Or the jazz flute and keep it up your sleeve. You You were in the middle. I love the idea of like, hiding it where it's like clear that i'm embarrassed about it so like yeah like (laughs) you said like in the sleeve where you can still see it but it's like not nearly as visible as a french horn which by the way the french horn would take up a seat next to me it was that bad so then somebody's like hey man can i sit next to you like my french horn he's like yeah all right so not only not only are you fucking weird because the french horn the french horn is literally inconveniencing people 
and keeping you from making friends other than your French horn. Right, that's what I was going to say. Like you can, sit, horn... you can sit <laughs> okay. in a row over. Why don't you sit right there? I mean, like, you know, would you mind sitting with the French horn on your lap? We could talk. My French horn was both, a, like you said, a wild inconvenience and also had to be my best friend by default. Yeah, because it's quite literally physically keeping people away from you in a very key social part of a kid's life. And of course, you like I tell my mom that, and like yeah. no sympathy. Oh well, well, they're they're silly. Yeah, well, silly ain't gonna freaking get me a date in eighth grade. I got news for you. She's like, like girls love musicians. Okay, when you're older, they're gonna fucking love it. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to just bust out the French horn. John Legend's gonna be there on the piano. I'm gonna be like, hold up. I know you guys oh. were wondering what was in the box the whole time. She it's like the- was on. She was on TikTok and then like sees me playing the French horn. She's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> this. What do they call that fucking instrument? The rainmaker? Because I'm interested, to yeah. say the least. It's literally just that fucking, <laughs> that Indian thing where it's just, yeah. It's so weird you say that because my mom found one. There's one downstairs really? right now at full on huh. rainmaker. And, and the, uh, the quantity I can't speak to the quality. I'm not. I'm not a expert by any. Sure. The quantity of rain is impressive. Like the amount of beads that are in there. Unbelie- unbelievable. How long is this? Uh, how long are we talking? Got to be a good eight seconds. Wow. You know it'd be fun. <laughs> you know it'd be fun. Put that a rotation. Just kind of keep it going. That won't get old. No, especially on my calls. They're like, we get it. You have a rainmaker. Like, I don't. What's your end game here? Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm calling from Seattle. And that's just a fun joke that you get to do every time. How's the weather over there? Because it is fucking raining over here. (laughs) And they're like, dude, we live two blocks away. It's like, yeah, it's wild, huh? Clouds right right overhead. It like sort of plays the first time. But then by the third time, people are like, it's like, stop, right? Like, stop. Ryan, I was in that Zoom call with you last week. I... You've done this before. It's like, yeah, but none of accounting was here. So they're getting it for the first time. Why don't you just shut up and go on mute for a minute? Let this play out like it did with you guys. Okay. Like Ryan, we are Expedia. We are <laughs> dying here. No one is traveling. This is not the time for jokes, right? Like I, I like he's getting like hot. hot, hot, hot. I'm like an intern too. We're looking at cutting huge amounts of labor. We are extremely over budget right now, and you're going to be the first to go just based off of your annoying bits. I have like a sound effect board that I press, and it's like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> he doesn't get that. He doesn't get the seriousness of it. I'm just having, and you, yeah, you do a fun virtual background. <laughs> it's like Larry David in the background. Like, yeah. Just Larry David just chilling dun, there. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> My biggest fucking white privilege, my privilege uh, issue from this uh, quarantine is that I can't do virtual backgrounds because of my blinds. They're they're a gradient. So anytime I try to become a virtual background, let's see. I gotta... You go Invisiman, right? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. There's my school. <laughs> I love how that was in the that was in the Rolodex. <laughs> I've been trying. So I work at Ramona, 
Do you know that? Oh, God, I don't think I, I don't think I knew that actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think seemed, that seemed so much weirder than it's just like, oh, one of and you went to McKenzie, right? So that's not even your elementary school. I don't remember you being a stang, you were a cheetah. I mean, we were all wolves and, and hawks. Uh, yeah, no, I work at Ramona. I work at Ramona. Um, so oh like God. for some of the meetings I have, like with the kids or the teachers, I always try to put that behind me because God damn it, if that wouldn't be the rainmaker of jokes to do before every school meeting, just like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, I'm out front. And then, you know, it was a fun bit that I did. Uh, it was a, uh, we, we have book clubs, which is basically like a happy hour for the teachers. We just call it book club. Um, That's awesome. In school. Was it at, is it at Ramona? It is in the library. We go to the learning commons. We just get a, they have a tap. What? Yeah. It's only fucking shock top. Cause we have a sponsorship, but I mean, are you kidding? Is that a joke? It's a joke. So <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga. Uh, and um, double no, shock tops. <laughs> Hold up! I almost pulled over Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. So I was going for the shock top. Um, yeah, we just keep it on the. That's the best part about an elementary school. It's before the kids have puberty, so you just put it up on the third level. They can't see shit. You put it in with the uh, the level Z, uh, the level Z books that are fucking like fifth and sixth grade. No kids going over there. That's where we keep the shock top. The Dewey Decimal System did not account for that. <laughs> did not. Mr. McWilliams, what's ST? Nothing. Why does it go from numbers to just S-top? Don't worry about it. Why don't you go look over at Captain Underpants? Take a gander over there. You could, you could still like Captain Underpants because I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I got Great every, early 2000s book. I got every Captain Underpants book in the other room right there. Prime. Classic, se classic series. So anyways, great bit I did at the beginning of our last, um, uh, last book club. I showed up in a sweater, in a uh, ugly Christmas sweater, because we had had all this drama about our holiday party being after the holidays, because they wanted to book a, uh, a racquetball court like for us to play at, and the only time they could do it was like in mid-January. And the so white and the and also like who has a holiday party after the holidays that's the worst nobody's gonna go to it because it's like well i don't want to do a holiday party i've we just had two weeks off for the holidays so the one of the two gym teachers one of my good friends at the school he is like the social head he's the guy that always organizes like the gatherings and all these things he even hosted the last holiday party at his brother's house because it was bigger than his and it would like be a better party. Wow. So he's like, he's like a cool guy for the cause, but he was so pissed off that the holiday party was after the holidays. He would bring it up to the principal and assistant just all the time. So my bit was I showed up with a Christmas sweater and I was just like, I just assumed this was the holiday party. It's like April 20th toy was talking about how late the holiday party was and there was no point to it. I just assumed that this is what it was. And then that got a good laugh right at the beginning. But the only problem huge. was huge. Otherwise, that's a fucking, that's a tough call the rest of the way. I'm just sitting there in a fucking sweater. Nobody enjoyed it. Or even worse, 
I show up in a Christmas sweater and like somebody's in the middle of a story when I get in and then just nobody ever acknowledges it. And they're like, is Jack wearing a crit? All right. You never got your shot. You never yeah. got your shot. Yeah. Oh. The problem was people kept showing up as it went on. We started out with like 10 people. It was a perfect little audience for my bit. It worked perfectly. Everybody, like right when I got in, they were like, wait, hold on, Jack. Are you wearing a Christmas sweater? And I was just like, way to tee it up. Fuck it. Mm. <laughs> like each of the three jokes I had prepared before in in uh, anticipation of their questions were exactly what I thought they were going to ask. It was beautiful. I was like, Plain oh, yeah, are you wearing a Christmas sweater? Act shocked. Act like, yeah, weren't we all dressing up like the holidays is the holiday party, right? That's a fun little that's a fun little joke right there. And boy, did that get some laughs. Not a not a non-green screen in the Zoom at all. Everybody's audio was booming with laughter. It was like, guys, let's not talk over each other, all right? Yeah, got, I'm funny. I got two funny. more pre-planned jokes to go with this. Somebody else ask something. <laughs> and oh I said God. then I did the toy was uh, you know with the holiday party being so late, that fucking ooh. And then I made a joke about, well, I'm, I'm already in this and my closet's all the way over there. So, you know, I guess this is just what we're doing. So happy holidays, everybody. And then boom, in and out, great. But then as other people got in, they're just like, is Jack wearing a Christmas sweater? I'm like, yeah, it was a bit earlier. It fucking killed. All right. Should have recorded it so you saw how good it was. I love the idea of you being like a little self-conscious. Like you're pretty sure you killed it, but like, you know, you're just self-conscious generally. So, but you like get an out in front, like so unnecessary to say you killed it. Like you could have just been like, it's a bit, but no, it's a bit and I killed it. <laughs> yeah, it crushed earlier, all right? I'm going to explain it to you now, but just know this isn't how it went down earlier. I didn't explain it earlier. I just did it. I was it. It was smooth. It was funny. It was natural. Mid midway through, like, they're still not laughing when you're retelling it, so, so you just start, like, preps, and you're like, whoa, whoa, it was more like a visual. Like, it was a visual joke. Yeah, well, it had to be there. It was prop, com prop comedy. Prop comedy. You know? You wouldn't get it. It was fun, too, because, you know, fuck you, all right? I'm gonna go change. <laughs> it was the music, it was the music <laughs> teacher, too, who doesn't, she doesn't take any shit. Your meter just went from zero to a thousand there. You're like, stumble, stumble, stumble. You know Fuck what? you then. All right, I'm going to go change. All right, I'm sweating in it anyway. Yeah, you're starting to get hot. So like yeah. sweat, starting to appear. That's yeah, the, man, man. It's the issue with these headphones too. It's fucking insulating all my heat. About the 40 minute mark in this, you're going to see me getting a little bit, little bit toasty. That's, and that's how I like it. I think, I think girls find that attractive is my understanding. Well, when I've been posting sweat. my my sweaty talks, uh, I haven't been getting a lot of views, but the people who do like it, they love it. Which, again, I mean, that's kind of like a chicken and the egg situation. What do you want? What do you want more? You know, right. I mean, what? I think you want that that consistent. We love your sweaty talk, fan support, rather yeah. than just mm, Jack Mac. He's kind of funny, but no sweat. Well, when I put out merch, I want people to actually buy it. I don't want these fake followers. I want an actual cult following. 100%. Agree. So small and mighty is where I'm going to go with.
100% agree. Um, um, can we talk about what happened on this day in history? Yes. Talk to me. It's May 7th. There wasn't much. Let's just put that <laughs> out there. You know, there's some stuff. There's always, here's the thing. There's always very sad World War II news. There's always sad stuff about Jews and just tough racial relations things. So this is a segment that I could always make really depressing and just straight up historical, not have fun with it. But I tried to not go that way. So just know that some fucked up stuff happened on May 7th, but we're not going to talk about it. All right, we're gonna. We're sounds, gonna sounds great. We're gonna be positive, positive, sounds positive, great. positive. All right, I'll, t- I'll totally leave that up to you. Another thing that's annoying about this, so I'll I'll share my screen and then I won't notice that I'm sharing like just my desktop screen <laughs> and not the internet for the whole time. Mikey was a dick and was like, "Yo, you're not showing anything." So that's what I want from you. If, totally. if you just see a blue screen and I'm like talking as if we're looking at something, please let me know. Because so, <laughs> you know, my last one, I did it with a comedian friend of mine, and he was like, we were talking about how Austin Powers came out on this day. And he was like, dude, Elizabeth Hurley in that movie. I fucking love Elizabeth Hurley. I was just like, yeah, look at her. She's gorgeous. He's like, yeah, 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 show me her. I'm just like, yep, here you go. And we're just looking at a blue screen. I wish you would have been like, hey, man, I don't think you're showing what you think you're showing. It's like when uh, someone says something and you can't hear them, but you just want to be polite. So you're like, ha yeah, crazy. Yeah. Funny story about that. The worst that's ever happened with that was in uh, choir opera, senior year of New Trier. We were having a, we were having a, uh, one of the like tech rehearsals before Sweeney Todd. And I'm like a villager, so it really doesn't matter what I'm doing during this, but it was like a uh, everybody had to be quiet, but we're all on stage type of thing while like the orchestra figures out something with like the lead of the, you know. And I'm looking at my phone and I'm looking at a cub score and a kid next to me asked what the score was. And I just go like, yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 what's the score? And I was just like, I <laughs> just I did that to him three fucking times and then he just goes and I just was like yeah I messed that up I don't know what that was and I didn't get to ask him until like an hour later because we had to be quiet on stage so for now I'm just like what the fuck did he say and it was just like oh he knew what I was looking at and wanted to know the details of it as opposed to just being like eh you're trying to like crunch the numbers to figure out what he could be asking you when in reality, there's no way that you're going to pinpoint the precise thing that right. that kid is wanting to know at that moment. So I, for some reason, just assume he was making a joke when nobody can hear each other. And I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, all right, you could ask what I'm asking. It's like, I thought you said I thought you said I love checking the cub scores. <laughs> and I was just like right there with you, man. You must have already looked, otherwise I would tell you. <laughs> you seem like you a guy who's to, on top of it. You try to get completely out of it. Completely <laughs> yeah. try to 180 your way out of it. Oh, I do, I do, I do. I just figured because, once again, I thought you said I love checking Cub scores as well. I 
a false assumption assumed you had already looked. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. That's my bad. All right. That wasn't May. Right. That could have been May 2nd. Could have been easily. All right. 1789. Are you looking at George Washington? Yes, I am. Beauty. He's the, so in 1789, May 7th, we have the first U.S. presidential inaugural ball. It's in New Whoa. York City. Whoa. Uh, <clears throat> do they still have a ball for the inauguration? I feel like there is a ball at play. Right? Isn't there a ball still in the mix? Uh, maybe I'm, No, maybe not. I, there's the parade. The speech. The I'm, dinner. That's not the inauguration, though, is it? That's oh, no, no, the, you're uh, right, you're right. The press or the... Like, where always so the comedian comes in. Yes. It's yes. always fun when I, there's a thing here that I have a question about, and I could have answered it by Googling before the episode, but I kind of like to go into it uninformed and just kind of ask somebody else who also was even less informed on the subject, didn't have a prompt at all and just be like, do you know more information about this? What do you mean you don't know if there's a ball at play or not? I don't understand. <laughs> like, did you not, did you just not do general research before you get on podcasts? Like, this is ridiculous. I was going to say an Guessed? inaugural ball would be a fun time. That's, That's when you really bring the, uh, the country together. Wonder if there's like a pregame for that. Like, is that just like you just show up and then you're ready, or like you get with the boys like at like at the apartment and like just make sure you're ready to go. You yeah, some good-looking girls there in really long dresses. That my favorite. I love a light. No, I, no skin. That's what's going to be great about this post-quarantine outdoor life is the amount of clothes that are going to be worn and layers. It's going to be fun. I love that. I love I'm, that. I'm hoping for as little amount of skin to be shown this summer. I just, I love a girl in a turtleneck. And I don't know if that's just a me thing. Just give me layers. Dude, I fucking hate turtlenecks. Anything on my neck, if I feel oh. anything on my neck, it ruins my day. Most of my shirts are just kind of like bent down. So I just fucking pull it at all the time. That's you. with you. It's a yeah. lazy V, my friend. Lazy. Yeah. yeah. Not too lazy, but lazy. That's a perfect fucking shirt, actually, for me. <laughs> What is that? What brand are we talking? Uh, probably Gucci, knowing me. Um, oh, good old, um, I see, what's the pronunciation here? I'm gonna, is this uh, Van Housen? You know, Van, Van, Van Housen. Van Housen. Yes. Too German for a half Jew like me. Yes. So back to the ball. Um, what, what else, what other details on the ball we got? No deets, no deets. <laughs> What were you hoping for a piece of information about the the historical event that I brought up? <laughs> Wrong podcast, Ryan. Were you hoping for some insight on the information that I brought up? I've got none. I just kind of brought it up. Maybe a riff would happen and then we can move right along. Okay, I okay, I agree. So let's let's come up with what we think the menu was. All right, it's 1789. Turkey's huge. Mm. Was that the chicken back then? My my head went to chicken, absolutely no seasonings, just none. 
Yeah. Like directly from oven to plate. Some cold corn. <laughs> My kid, one of the kids I work with, his favorite vegetable is corn. He'll eat corn on the cob, unseasoned, just cold. That'd be a snack he would have. He would have a cob with him, and uh, he'd just fucking have it be wrapped up in some foil, take it out, have the whole cob. I mean, hey, better that than a Twinkie. It is better than a Twinkie. That's why I was a thick little, uh, thick little ten-year-old. You a big Twinkie guy back in the day? You know, I think I had more class than that, but I think my like sweet tooth could get out of control from time to time. What took me from top of the line athlete at McKenzie Elementary to fat piece of shit that quit all sports by seventh grade was home run derby with Nick Bueller and friends. Summer going into fifth grade, we started going to Chuck Wagon every day in that summer. And I was like, holy shit. And then I also would have a full thing of fuck co these cookies. It was like Fannie Mae or one of, the, one, of the, one of those where it was like a woman's name. And it would come with a pack of eight cookies that were like full fucking cookies every time somebody would ask for one and i'm like well then i gotta give each of you one and it's like i'm hanging out with two people and i'm like well, you know where does it stop and like with and I need, I need six by myself so you do the math that's two left for six of you you guys want to split the pieces up go ahead but like i need six because i am a thick boy yeah it was actually eight uh it would have been six if i gave him away and that's okay. yeah so six that's is not was not enough and I would also have full boxes of Cheez-Its while watching Seventh Heaven which, with my mom after school. And which is I think, a dream. I think somewhere along there is where I kind of lost it, you know? Kind of lost a step. First of all, I hope Heaven is like that, just Cheez-Its and, and Seventh Heaven. It would be great. Yeah, it'd be a little and meta. And they'd have to find a new guy to play the dad because he turned out to be a real creep. Unbelievable. What? total creep it's believable though dude all the people that you think are like the perfect person you're like that's the dude you better watch out for bill cosby fucking also america's dad all these dads on wholesome network tv bob saget i don't think he's a fucking perv but he's a fucking he's an r-rated comedian runs blue yeah um on that note i was gonna say um like similar to that situation like athletes like, remember, like, Lance Armstrong? Right. I mean, he was, like, the man for us growing up. And then one day it was like, oops, nope, total fake and a cheat. Let's forget about him. Though, in that, it was like everybody was doing it, but it just got found out when he got caught with it. And it was like, he was like, fucking everybody's doing it. So, if anything, it just even the playing field. It's like, well, you're the famous one, so you lost all of your reputation, money, and your fame. You see this wristband? See these scissors? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not going to live strong, I don't think. I'm yeah. not really feeling it anymore. So you're, fuck you're you, fake. Fuck you for raising millions. It doesn't count anymore. <laughs> Love you're, that. Yeah. It's so true, though. Like, yeah. you cannot take that away from them. Yeah. It's like, well, like, it kind of ended up raising millions and millions of dollars for cancer research, me becoming this fake. No. No positives were had. It's, it's another one, another great one. I always talk about this one. People sleep on this one. Is freaking Subway Jared, Jared Fogle. That is one of my first stand-up bits I ever did. Did you know he went to IU? 
Yes, I did know that. I did so know that. The subway that he apparently went to was three blocks away from the first place I ever did stand up. Oh my gosh. Felt like dude. you had to mention it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude had a perfect game going and was like, yeah, just throw it away. Right. Oh, my, whole, my whole thing was you can't blame Subway for that because they were just like, we've got this dude who claims he only ate Subway sandwiches. And do you see this, this photo of him next to his fat pants? That's going to sell nonstop fucking footlongs. If we put this guy inside one pant leg of his fucking fat pants and he's still got some room to wiggle in that one leg, we're selling these Italian subs. Rick, this is about sandwiches. Do not get it twisted. We have to focus on the message here. It is about the sandwiches. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's kind of a weird guy, though, isn't he? It's just like, yeah, but what is he got? Like a terabyte of kids porn? No chance, okay? He's probably hey, just right. a fucking World of Warcraft nerd, okay? Calm down. At least we're not dealing with a mass pervert. President's like, weirdly specific example, but I think your point carries. I agree. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Not sure why you brought up one terabyte, but. <laughs> yeah, for my first fucking set, I, would, I talked about how Jared had a terabyte of child porn and was like trying to, I was wondering whether or not a joke about how he's going to get fucked by a $5 footlong in prison was like inappropriate to end the set with. One of those classic, just like, all right, I got to go up there and do something fucking nuts to get a reaction. <laughs> in reality, it's like, maybe don't draw that much attention to yourself and become known as the guy who's talking about kids porn during standup. That's like the watch this joke. Watch this. <laughs> right, watch yeah. It. You guys paying attention? Let's see. Oh, man. Yeah, that's great. All right. Another, I think he's, no, he's Austrian. My guy, Beethoven. Wait, it's the blue screen right now, isn't it? No, I'm seeing full on Beethoven. Oh, Beethoven. All right. He released his ninth. And, you know, it's it's often... It's often regarded as his best work. Mm. Mm. He had one, he had two, ran the gamut all the way up until eight, then he reaches his stride with that nine. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hot take on Ludwig's ninth? Okay, so. You think it's his best? I have a couple of thoughts. My first thought is he would have crushed it in the Dad Piff era. Oh, my God, dude. If he was putting these things out as little, oh, my God, little mixtapes, little <sighs> EP releases. My question to you is, by his ninth, was he dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch that movie when we were in uh, elementary school, Beethoven Upstairs? Beethoven Lives Upstairs? Wasn't it really long? Guess what they still show at elementary schools? Oh, my God. I have now watched that five more times because, so I'm a paraprofessional at my school. Mm -hmm. And you can either get a paraprofessional license, which mm -hmm. is $100, or you can get a substitute license, which is $50, and it allows you to substitute, which you're just like, oh, that's cool. I get even more like job opportunities. If I ever want to be a sub in the next five years, I can. 
Yeah. What they don't tell you, and it's like $50 cheaper too, like obviously I'm going to do that one. What they don't tell you is they make you a sub so that you can be pulled around the school and watch over a class if you, they need you. If like the music teacher's out for a meeting, it's like, all right, Jack, go in there and show Beethoven lives upstairs for a half hour. So I've had to watch that fucking movie so many times. And it turns out there's like four other ones and it's all about it's all about compo- famous musicians moving into some kid's <laughs> attic, some fictitious world where fucking. You Is know, none of it based on a true story? I don't think no. I don't think he ever lived above. Did Beethoven? <laughs> the FBI is like, what is this dude searching? Live what above is this dude a child. <laughs> Did Beethoven live above a child? Is it legal to live above a child? <laughs> <laughs> Did Livin have a child? No, I'm clearly not asking about that. I'm so not asking Be- normal questions about him. I don't care about normal shit. Beethoven Lives Upstairs is a 1992 HBO original. How far HBO has come. Oh, my God. It's based on a very popular children's audio recording. I don't think it says anything about it being real. (laughs) Like, you can't can't throw me that ridiculous of a story with an actual person of history and be like, yeah, none of it happened, but what if? What if, what if they also, don't have wings? What if you lived above a kid? <laughs> also then to be like, boy, Beethoven lives upstairs, did so good. We should do that with other musicians, have them living above a kid and tell their story through that lens. It's like, there's the 27 Club with some of the greatest musicians of all time <laughs> that died at 27. The even more prestigious club to be part of, the musicians who lived above a child in their attic and really pissed him off. I thought you were going to say, but you know what? Beethoven upstairs did so well. Now, hear me out. I'm thinking, what if we do Beethoven living downstairs? (laughs) I haven't worked out the details, but. (laughs) Beethoven lives upstairs too. He got a garden unit. (laughs) Beethoven too back upstairs. (laughs) Fully loaded. You throw the bullshit sequel words in there. Yeah. The the basement flooded. He didn't have renter's insurance. He's, <laughs> he's staying on his friend's couch. Beethoven on his buddy's on his buddy's futon. <laughs> old keyboard. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. I can't hear shit. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Hey, Beethoven, it's uh, it's like ten, it's like ten p.m. Let's go ahead and let's take a break from the ninth, okay?" Definitely your best work. I'll give it to you, but I have got an early morning. I, I just like when he was deaf, how like I'm sure all of his music sounds good, but I just love the idea of like him coming out with that brand new deaf single. Yeah. And it just being atrocious. And somehow he misjudged, like he knew he was deaf, but then he then he went and misjudged his own deaf music writing ability. Yeah, at least he had, like, vibrations and shit, but imagine if Beethoven had a podcast where it's just, like, it's like, oh, I clicked microphone, but apparently there's a goddamn echo. I didn't know that I was supposed to click line MGXU. 
How much of that would have? Well, how much of that would have hurt him? I mean, does he not come out with like four through seven because of technical difficulties? Yeah, he's just like, you know what? Fuck this! I'm just gonna get a TikTok. This shit sucks. <laughs> that's a good bit, Beethoven on TikTok. Yeah. Oh man, that's. I may have to steal that one for the uh, the young children that look at my videos. Yeah, they need to learn. It's just like they're learning about Jordan in the Last Dance. You can create Beethoven upstairs, the doc. Isn't it crazy that they weren't alive for that? I'm not saying I remember a lot of this stuff, but they weren't yeah. alive. Yeah, I. we were born in 94, so mm -hmm. I remember – I think I remember seeing Jordan play when he was on the Wizards. Me too. So I had that, but not quite the same. But, yeah, for them to just be like uh, – yeah, the best player ever is James Harden. Like, get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, yeah, in the softness of the NBA, I mean, it just, it's not the same. James Harden is scoring the same, like, a little bit less than Michael Jordan while shooting 600 more three-pointers a year, and there's no hand-checking, and you can't touch anybody if they go to the paint, and he's allowed nope. to fucking travel every fucking play. Great point, too. You think freaking Jordan could get away with three and a half steps? No. Right. Granted, he probably got a lot of calls, but so does Harden. I feel True. like so does Harden. everybody that's like the offensive juggernaut, they're going to get the call. And I think with like the tougher, with like the less hand checks and the no hand checks, those refs are only going to give you more calls. Yeah. I love how there's a basketball podcast now. Yeah. The big difference between then and now is like, if you, there was no such thing as a flop back then. It was just like, oh, he legit just got hit. <laughs> yeah. Back then. I love looking at the footage of Jordan just getting annihilated by the Pistons and Knicks. And that's not, and it's like barely a foul. Nowadays, you can pretend to get hit and it's a fucking, you know, it's a, it's a fucking technical. You, you do that stuff that the Pistons were doing to Jordan. I think you have to do like a Twitter apology video. Yeah, it's like Vontez Perfect. They're like, Jesus Christ, get him out of the league. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Absolutely wild. All right. Another May 7th, U.S. Congress establishes Mother's Day. Nice. What are you doing for Mother's Day? Good what do you question. got going on? Staying inside. That's uh, social conscious for your viewers. That's nice. You're not um, going to brunch. You decided, <laughs> you morally decided against it. You know, my mom briefly thought about maybe us breaking into a brunch place. Right. Yeah. And and just kind of seeing what they had in the kitchen and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I, uh, no plan. I mean, it's obviously a weird mother's day, um, right. but like an, a, an important holiday. I, uh, I feel weird getting my mom flowers because like, what if, you know, I kill my mom with her mother's day flowers. Anything's fair game. Not ideal. Not ideal. I think yeah. that's an awkward funeral. I think that's a tough gift too. You know, that'd be a tough eulogy to give to be like, I mean, she, she just loves azaleas. I figured it'd be nice. I hadn't seen her in a couple months. I thought the tulips would be a welcome gift. Uh, I had no idea. <laughs> so I think we're just going to go with uh, a nice a nice compliment. My first line is, um, <clears throat> my mom brought me into this world, and I only <laughs> felt like I should be the one to take her out. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah my mom always reminded me that she brought me into this world so i had to let her know that i could take her out so i got her favorite flower on her 
on a holiday that is meant to recognize her sacrifice and contribution in my life, I made her pay the ultimate sacrifice. One day my mom told me, your room is so clean or so dirty, it's going to kill me one day. <laughs> what I didn't know is that story would be much closer to the truth than I would have ever imagined. Yeah. Wasn't the socks. Wasn't the socks. See the aliens. See the aliens. I'm sorry, just give me a second. <laughs> and you like still have the flowers you brought them with to the fucking ceremony? Like, so just, these are actually the tulips, still fresh, still good. Fucking quality flowers, Whole Foods. They chop them up for you. And now they got a mask and gloves on. I felt comfortable the whole time. Who would have thought? They were following the proper procedure. <laughs> and so, and I thought I was too. Both the Mother's Day procedure and also just the, the you know, flowers in a pandemic procedure. I mean, there are a lot of procedures at play these days. It's crazy. The youth have to be woke about this stuff. They've got to be on the lookout. Got to be on the lookout. Flowers may kill your mother. I don't, I don't. I don't want to be the guy to have to tell you that, but I think someone should be. Better to tell him now than to uh, just, you know, have just a nonstop barrage of flower deaths. Dead mothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Front page of the trip. Stop giving your mother flowers. <laughs> yeah. It's killing them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mother's Day, a wholesome holiday or matricide? <laughs> you decide. <laughs> is giving your mother flowers killing her? More at 11. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Last thing on this day. This guy fucking... Hold up. Click it. Share it. Are you looking at a creepy fucking dictator? Whoa. You're goddamn right I am. So 1989, Panamanian voters reject dictator Manuel Noriega's bid for presidency. And wow. they, they picked, I'd assume, his headshot? Or not his headshot, Jack. Jesus Christ, he's not a fucking model. Or comedian. I like comedian better. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's got the headshot where he's got one eyebrow up. Like, oh, what, what kind of jokes are inside this brain? I'm quirky. Cast me for this interesting, unique role. Yeah. I'm wearing glasses, but a little bit goot. Like, oh, my God, dude. The one time I got headshots taken because, like, you fucking need them. I had Tommy Holcomb's mom do them for me. She offered them for free. Gave her a nice bottle of wine, you know. Huge, huge. Handle it. But, like, they yeah. kept, you know, they kept being like, oh, do something funny. I'm like, I would not be able to live with myself if I'm 50, even if I'm a great success at 50 and I look back and I see that fucking, mm -hmm. like, I'm never going <laughs> to. And Jack McWilliams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Saturday Night Live with Jack McWilliams. Somehow it's still the same headshot from now. It's like five yeah. years from now, but you're still working right. with like the... <laughs> yeah, everybody else got the fucking like cool B-roll <laughs> footage where they got to walk through the city and do a couple things. Me, it's just, it's just a photo of my... <laughs> That'd be a good uh, thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get a fucking I'm not a featured player yet. I'm just on the guest list. It was an accident that I'm here. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm weird. I'm fun and different and random. Yeah, nobody else has ever been confused in a photo. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do is do those like model photos where you look like you're just like staring off in the distance and trying to look all sexy like yeah. like you're confused as shit like just yeah. 
but then a really, really deep caption. Thinking about her. Miss her. Yeah. So maybe I'll get new headshots. Thanks, Manuel Noriega. Dude, that guy <laughs> looks so delicious. fucking creepy. No wonder he lost. Must be such a dub, man, when you beat the dictator in just fair and square election style. That'd be huge. <sighs> yeah. Oh Speaking my God. of which, did we find out if Kim Jong-un is actually dead or... Alive as hell. Though he's had body doubles, and some people were being like, the hairline's oh. weird and his teeth look different. So even Are that woke person... About that? It's, it's known that he's had body doubles before. Oh my and like God. people what's the were end like, game here? I, I mean, if he's dead, I understand why they don't want to announce that. But I also think that could have been like, you know, Kim Jong Un telling like his like closest five advisors different rumors about him or something to try and figure out who's the fucking rat. You know what I mean? Mm, like, mm. what's a good example of that? Where like, didn't they do that in uh, House of Cards or something? Where they gave I'm out a piece. You know, but like that'd be a great fucking move by Kim. Tell like his different people that he supposedly trusts. He's worried he's got a fucking informant to the CIA. Tell one of the guys that he's worried is a rat. Like, you know, I don't know. So is the play like work on their emergency backup plan and then announce it at their can at their comfortability level? Is that like the the the, the woke thought? Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's one of those things where, like, there's, like, so many different ways it could be. It's, like, all of a sudden we're hearing Kim Jong-un is dead. It's, like, would the people of North Korea want that? Would they not want that? Probably split, you know? I, I, I would have thought – I mean, I, I guess it would have looked bad because it's, like, why is he dying that young? Are doctors not good? But, like, they say his sister is equally nutty, and that's who would be taking over the reins. Yeah. So nothing would change. Yeah. No, it's, it's like when people are, like – saying we got to impeach Trump. It's like, all right, who are we? Like, you realize who the guy is behind him, right? You're not going to mm -hmm. all of a sudden get your fucking what you want. Um, shock, shock therapy, man. Yeah, dude, fucking tough. Wowzers. Tough look in the modern age to <laughs> refuse to eat dinner with your own wife alone, but to be cool with shocking gay people because they're fucking wrong. Like, this isn't like day in history in 1876. This is like right now. You know who's fucking asking for all that porn is Mike Pence. He's like, uh, I want them to remind me nonstop of the relationship, but not that they're actually related. Okay. And can they call them mother? This is important to me. Yes. It's important. Make this right. Donald is going to be pissed if you don't get this done. All on yeah. the agenda. Yeah, dude, Kim's sister looks fucking tough. Oh, the word is that the, the craziness is crazy. How long? Because they had Kim Jong-il was the dad. Mm -hmm. And then it was another Kim who was the grandpa, Kim Il-sung. Kim Il-sung, yeah, yeah. I think that's when the, uh, that's when the squad yeah. started kicking it up. Right. Yeah, that's when yeah, they started. problematic. That's when they began their reign. Yeah. Like the right. 90s bulls. Equal, dominant in different facets. You know what's fun is we're going to find out about all of the inside scoops about this surgery and the death 23 years from now on ESPN. Kim Jong-un's last dance. 
and Rodman will be still be interviewed. That's so true. That is so true. Dude, I wish they would cover because Billy Corgan, I think, is the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. Yeah. He was on Joe Rogan, and he told a story about how he was out. Apparently, he's really good friends with Dennis Rodman because he's a Chicago guy also, and he was mm. around those 90s Bulls a lot, apparently. Mm. I think he was on that trip to Vegas that he did with Carmen Electra. No way. That Carmen Electra stuff was wild. Fucking nuts, yeah. She was, um, she was like top shelf at the time, I feel like. She was a big deal. And Dennis probably couldn't have given a shit about her. Like, he was just like fucking around with everybody back then. Didn't seem here, like she it cared. Was yeah. No, not it was at all. A, it was in North Korea. Yeah. Um, but, fuck, what was I just going to say? Dennis with, oh, Billy Corgan was saying that he was at dinner with Dennis or he was at a club or he was hanging out with him somewhere. And all of a sudden, he just, like, kind of left and said he was going to the bathroom and then just never came back. But they were, like, not surprised because they're like, ah, that's Dennis. You know, he comes and goes as he pleases. Don't worry about him. And then they see on the news controversial trip by Dennis Rodman in North Korea and, like, how he's hanging out with Kim Jong-un. And he's like, holy shit, he left our hangout at, like, a steakhouse and just went directly to North Korea. This guy is a, this guy is a character. I mean, it's, it's one of the few places, I mean, besides just like, just outright violence, it's just one of the few places where like, you could be on your A game and still go down for something. Like, it's impossible to be like, I will be okay. Yeah. It's impossible. That's probably, it's kind of like a tough fucking uh, metaphor here. But you know how like the Tiger King people love hanging around the Tigers because of the danger and the power they feel? He might, he might like the adrenaline of like, I'm the one motherfucker in America that can come to North Korea and do whatever the fuck I want. Dennis Rodman, they're like, well, you know, his, he didn't have a dad. It's like, okay, but I feel like even if my dad died early, I still would, wouldn't be about North Korea. Yeah, I wouldn't be about North Korea. <laughs> wouldn't dye my hair pink, wouldn't go to North Korea, but would play with Jordan. I'd date Madonna in the 80s. <laughs> I'd be fine less with of it. a hot take. Yeah. You know, Carmen Electra would be part of the plan. Yeah. Five championships. Cool with it. Even dressing up weird. I get okay, it. Sure. You didn't sure. have a father figure. You're gonna you're gonna play dress up a little bit. All good with me. I'm fine with all that. So I far. do not understand where you got to North Korea. It's like, well, his dad wasn't there. It's like, yeah, so was LeBron's. Okay. He's doing He's hanging out in America. He's doing American things. He's doing yeah. good American things. He'll cheat on his wife in America like a goddamn <laughs> patriot, okay? I feel like there's been some recent action on that with LeBron. LeBron always gets the vibe of being like the crystal clean guy, and then everyone yeah. else is like, nah, nah, not so much. Really tough time for LeBron right now as he was probably about to win one of the most significant championships, winning for the Lakers, third team after Kobe, you got guys like Giannis and all that that are and Kawhi that are pressing you for the top dog. And if they were to win in LA, huge. But instead, everything's canceled and we're all watching Michael Jordan together for a whole month straight. And oh, now like and now it comes out that he's cheating on his wife. It's like that's uh it's a tough barrage there. And listen, he ain't no spring chicken. So, I mean, this championship that he was going to win, I mean, like, yeah. you can't tell me that he's going to win three more. So this was a big one, no matter how you slice it. 
KD comes back, the Warriors come back. I mean, all of a sudden you got two more teams that are just like legit and the other teams that were legit aren't going anywhere. And you're a year older with a team that is really reliant on you as the point guard. And the Warriors not missing a beat too. It's, I mean, if this season doesn't happen, it's like they never missed a beat, just maybe got the number one pick and then Dude, continued on. And what's amazing is Steph Curry was just coming back, so they still have the worst record. If he came back and started playing, they would have – Win a cup, win some. Probably had the fifth best odds for that first pick instead of the best odds. Now it's like, you know, we didn't – we told Steph and he was going to come back and play. We don't have to worry about, like, him being pissed like Jordan that we're, like, not – we're putting the pick over – competition so you still get you'd get a look good there you didn't even have to play him never even had to bring back clay or have that be a question and now you got the best odds at a number one pick everybody didn't have to risk injury again this year you didn't have to wear draymond out as much as you thought you were going to have to got andrew wiggins and oh yeah, which is another interesting one too. But yeah, I mean, it, right. I mean, the fact that this season never happened is like the Lakers are on the high side of who that helped, and then the Warriors. I'm sorry, or, or hurt, and then right. and then it's yeah. crazy. I mean, I mean, it, it is just un unmatchable times. And the Bucks sucks for them too because unless Giannis comes back and like wins it, because next year is his, uh, I think after he becomes a free agent. So now they only have like one chance at winning the championship as opposed to two, he could be gone. Because all of a sudden he's gone from, no, I'm in Milwaukee, I love Milwaukee, to just being as long as we're winning. Dude, Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee, the Milwaukee, the Warriors, and maybe the Dayton Flyers, I think are the three teams where like this one hurt bad. And uh, uh, Liverpool. I'm not even a soccer fan, but apparently they were like, it almost... I don't understand soccer well, but they had so many points where they had already won the championship. It was just a formality to finish the year. Wow. Yeah. And what, so, so what happens? I don't think they get it. They're just like, oh, yeah, the, the year is over. But it's like quite literally nobody was even mathematically able to catch them. And I don't think it was a thing where like there was a championship at the end. I think it was just total points. I don't know. Soccer. Not a, not a big soccer guy. Nah. I ain't no European bloke. <laughs> is that offensive? Is bloke offensive? Where's bloke on the offensive charts? Low? Probably really low. <laughs> I think the ability to use the word when you question its offensiveness, it probably shows it's not that bad. Or does that mean it's really, I don't know, I could see that going. Yeah, or yeah, you're like, just, we're so, horrible. we are on the wrong side of history on bloke. That and shock therapy, but on the wrong side of history. All right, I'm looking up birthdays today, but I don't think there was any. Doesn't really look like it. Guys, is the beginning of May just crazy lame? Limited history except sad history. Like I mean, once again, a lot of the Johnny Unitas. Okay. In my top five quarterbacks of all time, because I show respect to the old the old guard. For me, it's Tom Brady, Peyton, Joe Montana. Johnny Unitas, Otto Graham. I like that. I Otto like Graham that. won seven chips. Was it 60s? Yeah. I think it's before the um, Super Bowl era, but he still has the most championships out of any quarterback. 
Oh my gosh. Granted, it was pre Jim Brown Browns. So the league was not exactly f- brimming with talent. Yeah, where guys had nine to fives and they'd show up to practice. Yeah, where they would get drafted and, and the fucking president would be like, I don't give a shit if baseball returns. It's like, dude, I'm fucking, come on. I'm the man here. Me and my dad always look at like really old baseball stats. And you'd have guys who would pitch like 19 innings and then go to their job in the farm like yeah. after. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many, like, baseball stats on here, too. Last last episode, we talked about Ted Williams, and it was just, like, his lowest average that he had in his career was 303, something like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. But he was just getting pitched lobs, you know? Fastball. Right. The guy was a little bit tired from plumbing his toilet in the morning. And so he came in and his, he was just like, oh, it's going to be change up nonstop. And Ted Williams is like, yeah, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like when, Ad, when Ad, did you see when Adam Adovino said that Babe Ruth, like he would strike Babe Ruth out 10 times in a row? Right. I'm yeah. with him on that. Every photo I've seen of Babe Ruth, he looks like the least athletic, which baseball is a sport where that can happen. No Prince, question. Prince Fielder, Bartolo Colon, all that. Totally obviously. can happen. But people, Jose Abreu is another one who just looks like abs- kind of a lump. Abs- I mean, baseball more than any sport, I think, is one where you can get away without being like, you know, a LeBron type of athlete. As long as you got like hand-eye coordination, you can kind of get away with being pretty huge. You just won't play the outfield. You'll be first base or a DH. First base is oh, the but, goat, the goat like, on athletic position. Yeah, but the fact that Babe Ruth was – looking like that and is able to just be like, yeah, I'm hitting it there. And he does it. It's like, all right. I don't till I can see Mike Trout do that in the middle of a game. I don't think that's a goat thing to do. That's just, you know, the circumstances you were in. He's like, Oh, it's left-handed Louie in on this one. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a fucking terrible psychiatrist, let alone baseball player. I got him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, I think he's a school. I think he teaches English during the day. Right. That he shows up to, uh, that he shows up to baseball. Yeah. Does that whole professional baseball thing. That's another casual side hustle that he's got. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be cocky with this fucking math tutor. Yeah. So, anyway, Johnny United's birthday. I I respect an old slinger because I'm like an old running back or a Babe Ruth. Like, I mean, if you're slinging the, if you're slinging the rock, if you're slinging the old F ball. Yeah. I mean, you got it. I mean, you, you got arm strength, you got accuracy. So that's that's one that I'm not knocking as much as maybe like a Babe Ruth or like a very old, like a you know, 1920s freaking running back. Like, Yeah. The only like old people I put in my all-time stuff is like Jim Brown, John mm-hmm. Unitas, um, uh, Otto Graham, and then Don Hudson. You know him? Don Hudson. Best white uh, receiver of all time. Wow. He – was the first player to ever get 100 touchdowns, and nobody got to 100 touchdowns until, fuck, like the 80s or 90s then. Like, oh like my it was, gosh. And he played in, like, he was on the Green Bay Packers, but it was like he, led, he played for, like, eight or nine years, and he led the league in receiving yards every year. He was the kind of guy where it's like, all right, he legit had, like, 200% the production of every other person. It's like, all right, that's receiving Damn. touchdowns, 99, receiving yards, 8,000, yards per reception, 
Like he would just get a touchdown like every fucking play. Go long, long, and th- and then we'll, <laughs> we'll yeah. figure it out. Just go like long. Yeah, he wow. played 1935 through 1945. So that's uh, that's pre Bart Starr. Those Just are the, the golden era of white guys that yeah. are not that athletic running around. Yeah. So for me, my all-time Rushmore of receivers is Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, Don Hudson. Got to have, got to have a nice slot receiver there to kind of really get in there. I mean, diversity on the Mount Rushmore. I've always said. Yeah. You know. Pay, pay homage. <laughs> to this white guy that would just get absolutely toasted by any division three receiver nowadays you think it'd be that like could he play d3 ball man he was 6'1 183 and white and he was the randy moss of his time so like if he back then was like a julian edelman all right i could see it but the fact that he was like the deep threat guy and that's his <laughs> game that's his game like wow he really just takes the top off of the defense doesn't doesn't matter if they're in cover three and got everybody back there he just gets by them nuts all of a sudden you got Darrell Revis and Richard Sherman on you and you know eh, maybe I'll do a little quick hitch you don't get you don't get past the line of scrimmage you just get a hit yeah. at the line and then you just don't get past let's do a screen pass <laughs> I think I want to change my game that old coordinator's gonna have a rough week yeah this guy's got some good cleats or something <laughs> oh man that's good all right how long have we been doing? Yeah, well, what has it been? What's your what's your typical length? Like an hour or so. Yeah. I think we're at that, right? Leave it up to you, Chief. Yeah, oh, def- definitely there. Yeah, we're definitely there. Um, well, I got – all right. Have you heard about the uh, – I don't know if I should show this, but have you heard about the Asian murder hornet, the murder hornet? Blowing, blowing up. Okay, so – Craziness. There's the, the murder hornet just straight up devouring a mouse – you saw that? Oh, no. I okay. haven't seen that. All right. Let's watch it. And if you don't want to watch something, if you don't want to watch a murder hornet kill a mouse, don't watch this part. Okay? But, Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and need you to. So. All right. Do you see it? Yes. I'm so ready, nervous, excited for this. Oh. Also, who the fuck is this cameraman? <laughs> Like right place, right time? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Look at how big that thing is. That's like a mouse. So they're saying these hornets are two inches long and that their stinger is a quarter of an inch, whereas normally it is like one-sixteenth of an inch. That mouse is like, I did not see my day going like this. Yeah, dude. That mouse, like, (laughs) he's like, what the fuck and the thing like could not be more of a headhunter like people are saying in that video that it was like decapitating the head of this mouse oh is that, i was wondering was he was he just giving him small pricks until death or is he, he going for stinging him for sure but like apparently he's he, it bites it stings it's doing everything it can to like it's going that's why they call it the murder hornet it's trying to kill you oh as opposed to a, a normal bee which is like self-defense or they get freaked out because if they sting you, they fucking will die almost likely. This one, attached stinger, they could just keep fucking going. Oh, my God. And just feasting, feasting. I think it was on Joe Rogan that he was also saying this, that 
normal bees have apparently now been swarming these things, surrounding it, and the friction, they literally burn it and suffocate the murder hornet alive. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That is badass. Nature's wild. I mean, like, uh, you know, yeah, like that's not all... happening in your everyday life. You're not seeing that. You're not seeing two people do that. I was like, just starting to get comfortable enough. Like, all right, let's get out of this quarantine. Let's get outside. Then all of a sudden murder hornets <laughs> are a thing. And I'm like, all right, no, we'll chill inside for a little longer. I don't want to, if a murder hornet comes up to me, like, I was thinking, like, should I start carrying around, like, a Frisbee or, like, a fucking <laughs> spatula so I can whack this thing? What's going on? These bees are like, fuck that. Let's all get together and burn it alive. I think the government planted these uh, murder hornets so that uh, we'd continue to social distance and not go outside too much. I can't think of many other things that are more effective. <laughs> oh, murder hornet? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. Oh, I don't want to go to brunch anymore. Yeah, and I mean what a planted video of this dude that's like, oh, let's record from an inch away this murder hornet going at this mouse. Not a government lab. No, right. not that. I don't know where you're getting that idea. Jesus. Not that. Um, okay. So you're a little bit scared of the murder hornet, right? No granted, question. Granted, I just gave you some good information about bees and their teamwork. Yes. And that's fun. But look at this battle of a praying mantis and a murder hornet and this one let's actually looks like some scientist is like putting them in a box and is like let's see what fucking happens all right wow you got it i'm ready locked in oh my god this was a pay-per-view i think this cost 19.99 to get yeah dude conor mcgregor is the trainer <laughs> in the other corner wow and the murder hornet it's all of a sudden the mouse it's squirming. It can't get out. Look at it. It's trying to get its stinger up. It's trying its hardest. It's eating oh its fucking head. Oh. Murder Hornet? Yeah, nah, not worried oh. about it. Oh. Jesus. I didn't watch this all the way through last time. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, dude. Did, didn't Mama always tell you to go head first? Whoa. That's badass. So, what I'm thinking, this is like the new rock, paper, scissors, dude. Mouse must meet praying mantis. Hornet, murder hornet eats mouse's head. Praying mantis eats murder hornet's head. Mouse covers praying mantis. It's like the rock covering the, it's like the paper covering rock. You're like, that one doesn't make sense, but let's make it a triangle. So this is a fun game for the kids. Murder so hornet, praying mantis, mouse. So true. Rock ain't, or paper not, ain't being rock any day of the week. No, not I at mean, all. And mouse is not covering a praying mantis after seeing that fucking clip. But for the sake of the game. Oh, my God. And he was just like, head, yes. Yes, I want this head. He was able to hold him, hold his whole body still, and, and stay far enough away from him so the stingers just, he's like, fucking just swinging you know as if you're getting strangled and you have a knife and you're just like going at the guy didn't matter he's like nope i'm just gonna eat your head calmly meanwhile i don't even like to eat standing up let alone have strangling something while i'm eating it like it doesn't I don't even, even doesn't even look enjoyable yeah no no like when i'm at like the pop-up pizza place like i want to see and i definitely don't want to strangle someone while i eat my pizza that's not ideal i'm not eating the head not eating that 
What would it be? Dead or alive. Murder Hornet. That's like the stinger. Praying Mantis. What's Mouse? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. You got you to make sure those are different, though. The, uh, yeah. yeah. Murder Hornet. Con- Praying Mantis. Yeah. Mouse. <laughs> Shoot. Ah, we both did Mouse. We both did Classic. Mouse. We both did Mouse. Classic. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're a couple of murder. Ah, uh, Ty, we both did Murder Hornet. All right. Rock, paper, what? Ah, <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> praying Mantis, you fucking ate my head. All right, best two out of three. Best two out of three. My mom uh, says this game's really weird. Yeah. My mom's... <laughs> yeah, like, Murder Hornet, Praying Mantis, Mouse takes off so much that, like, this generation, just like Jordan, they don't know what rock, paper, scissors is. They're like, well, how the fuck would a rock get covered by paper? That's stupid as shit. They can accept their logic, but they can't accept that yeah. a rock would never be paper. But yeah, yeah, they're like, like, yeah, I mean, dude, what, it's head. What kind of scissors are these that they're fucking destroying? <laughs> or no, what kind of rock is this that you're destroying manufactured scissors in 2020? Do you have any idea how well scissors are made nowadays? Oh man, you're gonna need a bold. You're gonna need a boulder, and at yeah. that point, you're just covering the scissors. Get out of my house, old man. Yeah. I don't know you. Don't tell me about this old, ancient rock, paper, scissors yeah. game. I don't want to hear from you. When does the praying mantis come in? Whose head does the praying mantis eat? Does the rock... They don't have a head to decapitate, sir. This ain't 2006, old man. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, this ain't 2006, old man. This is murder hornet season. Oh, man, the world did not need murder hornets, just from yeah. just a, a mental standpoint. I remember them coming out with this story, like, years ago, but it's the Asian murder hornet, so it's in Asia. So just, like, I feel like this is the perfect time to come out with it because we're now realizing that we're all in this together because of COVID. Now it's like, oh, these murder hornets. Because I was like, all right, there's murder hornets in Asia. What, are they going to fly here? They got plenty of people to murder there. How the fuck is a hornet going to cross? But what? Did it get on a plane just like COVID? Good question, though. It was just chilling in a fucking in the overhead compartment. <laughs> He's like, all right, I know I want to fucking devour these people right now, but if I just make it, if I do this layover in Seattle and I get all the <laughs> way to Chicago, I get I'm going to be hungry until then. But damn it, I'm going to make my mark in this country. I'm going to make it you big. Think- you think Taiwanese are, are tasty. Wait till you see Americans. Yeah. That is some prime meat. Yeah. Fat, plump, slow, <laughs> ignorant as shit. You're going to love it, says the other murder, murder hornet who's been back and forth a couple times more while traveled. Yeah. The American dream. We are going there for the American dream, my friend. I don't know why they Love his accent. I don't know why it's Indian. It's Asia. Well traveled. Well you know why? Yeah. You know nice. why? Yeah, you know why? Because I'm not a fucking racist. I didn't do a Chinese accent because I don't assume that an Asian murder hornet is Chinese. I'll just throw an Indian instead. Could be fucking, could be Russia, okay? They're in Eurasia. Oh, man. Listeners are going to be woke on this. Murder hornet. You will love it in America. (laughs) We are Asian murder hornets. I have this accent because I am also Asian. I also am Asian murder hornet. Oh, you don't believe I am Asian murder hornet? How about I eat your fucking head and see if I am not Asian murder hornet? Fuck you. I love that the Asian murder hornet both is able to speak and that English is clearly his second language. (laughs) 
<laughs> how you say uh <laughs> how are you going to make money in america i will teach uh, i will teach english his second language to kids back in russia i will zoom call and i will teach them of the american slang that i learned here yeah but they're just I am like speaking <laughs> they can speak perfect english and russian you know, it's an accent, but they, they can communicate, but they choose to fucking just eat people instead. They're not very, they're not very hospitable people. Oh my God. The murder horns, man. Yeah. We didn't need it. We didn't need it. It's only killed like 10 people, they say, but. 10 too many. Dude, if, what's your move if you see a bee now? Cause I'm worried. I like a normal bee. I'm comfortable enough just like smacking at it and trying to get it away from me. And if it stings me from that on the hand, it's like shit, but what are the odds? This thing, it's going to just fucking latch on to you if you do that and like stick in a full quarter of an inch. And maybe a direct call the cop situation. You know, I've never been a huge supporter of the second amendment, but I finally get what they're going at. Cause I'm all of a sudden, like I was saying, wanted to carry around like a fly swatter or a, or like a, one of those miniature Louisville slugger bats that nice. you get at like a museum or something. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you know what the damn problem is? Is the government is trying to take away our fly swatters. Dude, if they try and get me to get a background check when I pick up a damn spatula from Target now, they're just like, well, you know, we've got to protect the murder hornets. We've got, we've got crazy people showing up to this Target who want three spatulas. It's like, what are you using that for, sir? I think you know, we both know. It, yeah, I think <laughs> we know I'm not a fan of eggs. All right. Let's get this transaction over with so I can help America. Where is it, honey? Where <laughs> <Yeah>. is it? <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, you know, Pat McAfee. Of course. Fantastic joke where he's Amazing. like saying he's going to come up behind it and put it in a headlock. <laughs> he just kept being like, you got to get behind it. And I was just like thinking, I was like, oh, he's actually going to tell me. Like, get behind it, smack it. He's just like, and you're good. Element of surprise. It works with any species, every everything. Yeah, dude. Just make sure that stinger's nice and in between, the, you know, the. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Looks like it's murder hornet praying mantis jack. He's like, oh, you. <laughs> He's like, oh, you've seen the video? Like, he knows. Like, my <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of <laughs> yeah. Always appreciate a fan. Sorry I had to do this to you. <laughs> like, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Brain explodes at that moment. I'm the subscribe. We're not playing best of seven. <laughs> Winner takes all. I'm, I'm literally just strangling a murder hornet for like five minutes in my arm. <laughs> With during... an amazing grip. Just, just non-stop, non-stop cheesy lines like it's fucking. You ever watch The Hobbit? Yeah, it's been a while, but yes, yes. Every yes. fucking time a character in that movie is about to die, they're on the ground. Someone's holding a sword over them, and they just kept being like, "Oh, I'm gonna enjoy this." But then in comes somebody, and they like slow motion hit him out of the way. That's what's gonna happen with me in this murder hornet. I'm gonna take several minutes to tell them how much I'm gonna enjoy killing them, but then another murder hornet's gonna come out of nowhere and just like hit me off. And then the first murder hornet's gonna be like, Ronald, you came back. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's gonna put a hand out for him. He's like, I never left. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't leave you here. He's like, God damn it. I never left. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, sorry. I never lived. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. We got to yeah. make sure for continuity's sake yeah. that Agnes stays. <laughs> <laughs> when this hits the big screen yeah he, he's like you know what they say us <laughs> us asians stick together <laughs> yeah. then at this point in the movie they're like oh that's funny okay i get it so it's like not asian but okay i get it yeah i'm with him i'm yeah. with him yeah it's the weirdest movie i've ever seen but i like it no it's good and that's how we get the popularity of murder hornet mouse <laughs> praying mantis started so, uh, Jack, tell me about your uh, your career as a famous Hollywood uh, director. Tell me, tell me what started that. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you remember the Murder Hornet? <laughs> yeah, very misunderstood individual. Oh, I, I wanna, like that. Yeah, I want to. You know, he <laughs> comes like to that. America. He's just trying to ingratiate himself in society. We can't shake hands anymore. What other greeting is he supposed to go for? He's a murder hornet. And now you just get strangled. I mean, like, liberties? I, I don't know. I just feel like that's still right. a thing. I, no one deserves that. Yeah. I'm going to start catching uh, hornets and then putting them on my wall like deer as, like, trophies. <laughs> yeah. Except just put a leash on it so it's still alive and flying around. <laughs> Feed it mice. Easy, Feed it mice. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> easy, girl. Easy. Yeah. Keep a praying mantis above it. Like, I'm just keeping you honest. Go ahead. You want to fly away? Yeah, like you want to fly open to it. You want to fly away? Pray you want right to hop back. in the kitchen? Want to hop in the kitchen? Fucking Neil's whipping up some eggs. It's got a spatula with your name on it. Yeah, right. There's so many ways you could die in this house, pal. So if I were you, I would just sit in that spot right there and would not move. Would yeah, not. He, will, he will chew off your fucking head <laughs> and put some pepper on it and put it in the, put it in the, put it in the saucer. Think nothing of it. Oh my god! Think nothing of it. Yeah. So we got murder hornets. Uh, we got Kim Jong Un. Crucial. Wow. What's in the now? Yeah. That's in the now. Current events. Current events, baby. Ryan, it's been great having you on, man. Jack Mack, couldn't appreciate more, my man. So good to virtually see you. Absolutely. Let's do it again. And we didn't even talk about being on the Wilmette Rebels, rooming together. We didn't talk about intramural basketball together because I forgot we were on that team together also. Who was the coach of that team? Of the, of the basketball one. It was you, me, Mikey, Jay Harry, Bueller, and Taylor. Was that just a Mr. Romantic squad? No, 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 no. That was intramural. Intramural. Oh, intramural. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. When we were the, uh, the chestnut rejects. Yes, dude. Yeah. That was a great squad. Yeah, but Taylor, great call by him. Great call by him. But he had to quit because I think he hurt his ankle and he was about to have his senior season of like triple jump and track and field. So he had to leave the team and it was like, fuck, like we already only had like six or seven. We're not exactly spring chickens ready to increase our minute rotation here. <laughs> yeah. Mikey like was like, playing 2K, like you yeah. Have to make <laughs> yeah, Mikey was like, dude, what are you talking about? We just get more shots. I'm like, I don't need more shots. I need a, I need three <laughs> minutes. Rest. Yeah, I need three minutes on the side. Okay, I, here's what I here's what I, listen. We have there's a sequel to be there because the rebels is a whole nother conversation. We save yes. it for next time. Yeah, no, we'll do it again. 
Rebels, Chestnut Rejects. What's up with both of our teams being about rejected? <laughs> you know what? Don't even, don't even don't say more. I'm telling it. you, leave it because it's, it. It, it's 30 minutes alone. Yeah, it's true. All right. Good seeing you, man. Jack I'll let back. you know Take when care, this is posted. Peace, buddy. Now you're gone. Send me